it felt like Christmas had came early here in Chicago, but at the end of the day, it was a disappointing finale for this chapter of the rivalry between the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers as Aaron Rodgers leads the Packers back against the Bears 28 to 19. The Bears now falling to three and two. The Packers now at five and eight. A lot of good, a lot of bad, and a lot of frustrating. In this matchup against these two historic rivals. And we are here to break it down here on the Sports Cubicle. I'm your host, Mike Mercado, with the marvelous one, Dan Marver, Devin Tingwan, Paul Shivari, throughout the entire show. We all hope you are having a wonderful weekend. We thank you so much for joining us here. The Bears fall to the Packers 19 to 28. Justin Fields, 20 for 25, 254 yards and two interceptions, unfortunately. But we did get to see Fields. Do what he does best. He carries the ball for six times, 71 yards, and a touchdown. David Montgomery goes for 14 carries, 61 yards, and a touchdown. Equinemius St. Brown, three catches for 85 yards. Cole Komet, six catches for 72 yards. Nikhil Harry with a huge catch, a 41-yard bomb. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. Chase Claypool gets five receptions. But a lot of bad heading up on the other side. Aaron Rodgers, not the best of games, not the best of seasons for this Packers team. He goes 18 for 31, 182 yards and a touchdown. A.J. Dillon saves the day for this team with 18 carries for 93 yards and a touchdown. Christian Watson, that man is bad. That kid is bad. That rookie is bad. He had a carry for 46 yards and a touchdown. Three catches for 48 yards and a touchdown. Alan Lazard, five catches, 66 yards. And Aaron Jones was a part of the game plan, but he got hurt. And that's kind of the breakdown, the big picture, the what we saw on the field. But now it is we have to talk about what we saw and going into this game, right? The expectations, because the entire week, we weren't sure if Justin Fields was going to play in this matchup. We know the Bears have a bye coming up now. So the thought being, let him rest. But as the week went on in practice, we saw that Fields was playing, playing, putting in some time, whether it was limited, whether there was some stuff going on the side. And then all of a sudden, he was a full participant. And we saw him make some great plays in the first half. We saw some awesome football from the Chicago Bears in the first half, scoring and getting in an early 10 points to nothing in the first quarter, getting another six, two field goals, right? And then you're, a, excuse me, a touchdown. Then you're able to, as you're giving up 10 points to the Packers, you're up 16 to 10. Then you score a field goal to come back in the second half. And then 18 unanswered points in the fourth quarter. So what is the emotion? What is the feeling? What is the vibes about this Bears game, this Bears team, this, this looking forward to the next four weeks in the, uh, of this campaign in this season? Let's start with the good. Justin Fields, whether he's 100%, 95%, 90%, 80%, he's special. He's the guy. How many times do we have to see him do what he – well, we know one of his specialties is his run, design runs, making something out of nothing. He did, he did that a lot in this matchup. But he had huge plays with his arms. One play, 49 yards. Another one, 56 yards. 254 yards, most he's ever had in his NFL at least the season long for this season. It's just something to keep in mind. Now, mind you, this Packers defense isn't good. I don't think this Packers team is good at all. But you had to put that on the checklist. You saw him throw the ball. And it looked like, at least in the first half, 
where Luke Getzey wasn't doing coward calls. And yes, they were coward calls. Who, you're the Bears. What are you being conservative for? Put it on tape. But besides the point, they were going out there. He, they were letting him throw the ball. They were making Justin Fields the, the, the center point of this offense, which he is. My, uh, David Montgomery, a, a, you know, a solid, a, a staple of this offense, will not get signed by this team, will not get the franchise tag, but has been just a pro's pro and what he's done and being able to help this offense. But I do think this is something I've been talking about the last few weeks, right? All these guys are special. These are the top-tier athletes, not only in this profession, but the entire world, right? All these professional athletes, all these collegians, for AA, uh, first tier, you know, Division One, all unicorns. But you can see that Monty, in a sport full of unicorns, doesn't have that special take-it-to-the-house type of talent, speed, whatever it is that lets an NFL player do that, he doesn't do it. He's just a great, constant pro. And that's wonderful for a team. But when you watch somebody like a Khalil Herbert, right? Well, I don't think Khalil Herbert's a better football player than David Montgomery. But Khalil Herbert has that X factor where he could change the game in one play, whether it is getting the ball and running it up the middle, or it's a screenplay, or it's a, it's a pass down the field. Montgomery could do a lot of things. But you're seeing just that difference, whether it's just half a second, what makes a player different to be able to break a whole game, opposed to David Montgomery, who it's it's a punch in the face a thousand times, right? Like he's going to punch your team's face. But can he have that big play that ends the game that puts you down for good? I don't know. We've had He's been on this team for a long time. He's going to get paid somewhere. He's going to be a great player somewhere. But it's things like that. You see how good he is and that they're still missing that big X-factor play. I think it was nice to see Chase Claypool get a bunch get, get a bunch of plays designed for him. There, he had that nasty uh, uh, tackle where it looked like he shredded his knee. He was able to play, but that's something you need to see develop as the year goes on, the rest of this year. That's why it was important for Justin to be out there, and it's important for Chase to be out there and Komet to be out there. Development stops the minute you stop developing. Crazy concept, right? You can't develop if you're on the bench. You can't develop if you're not out there doing the work. Look at whether you're in the NFL, NBA, or you're working at an everyday job. Every job is hard. And unless you do the training to get the knowledge down first, that's great. That's to introduce you. But until you put the work in, until you get your hands dirty, until you make the mistakes, you're not going to learn anything. It's just studying. We These guys have studied enough. I've seen field study enough. It's about development. It's about getting out there and seeing how a defense plays against you, seeing how a defense adjusts not only against you, but your weapons and how you make adjustments throughout the game, how you and your instincts are able to take over as your career goes on, how you're able to protect yourself and put your team in a position to win. And that's just not on the players. That's on the coaching staff, too. So Fields not playing. Chase Claypool not playing. Cole Komet not playing. Vildor and Gordon and any of these guys, these young kids from this team not playing, does stop their individual development, and it stagnates your team's development. There's a lot of holes on this Bears team. There's We can give the defense credit for playing pretty damn well in the first half. Heck, even in the third quarter. 
And you can say it was the conservative play calling from Lugetsi that puts them it, 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 their backs behind the corner, but they played well. But whether it's on defense, whether it's on the offensive line, whether it's in your receiving core, this team has a bunch of holes. It is going to take a lot to put this on the right track. You have the number one answer, the number one concern, the thing that every franchise is trying to figure out. Do you have your quarterback, or at least are you confident enough in this guy to invest money and draft capital in? You figured out, yes, you do. So now you have to do that this offseason. But for all the good, we're still seeing on tape how much this team needs to do well, how much they need to do to get better. And if, if we're on the negatives, too many times, Fields staring down his receivers. I like that he did the progression. I like that he was making big plays in the pocket. He was able to move the pocket. He was able to use his legs as weapons. But you're going to have to develop and not do that. That's a mistake that will cost you interceptions like it did today. And right now, again, you're in the development stage. These games don't matter. This is for draft capital. But there's going to be a point where a game against the Packers or the Vikings is going to mean the difference of making the playoffs and missing the playoffs. Having a home field and going on the road. Having a bye or have to play three games to get to the Super Bowl. These are things that all add up. And it wouldn't have been something we would know, be able to speak on, have a conversation about if Justin wasn't playing. If the development stopped because he was injured or they were worried, he wouldn't be able to go out there and compete. But we are here on the Sports Cubicle as the Chicago Bears fall to the Green Bay Packers 28 to 19 at Soldier Field. The Bears now 3 and 10. Aaron Rodgers giving a salute to the faithful in Chicago. Was this his last game? Uh, interesting, just the whole Aaron Rodgers saga and the Green Bay Packers. But Aaron Rodgers goes 18 for 31, 182 yards and a touchdown. AJ Dillon, 18 carries, 93 yards and a touchdown. Christian Watson with a huge rack breaker, a run for 46 yards and a touchdown. He also had some big catches, three catches for 48 yards and a touchdown. On the Bears side, if you're just joining us here on the Sports Cubicle with the Marvelous One, Dan Marver, Devin Tingle, Paul Shibari, and myself, Mike Mercado, as we break down this Bears loss to the Packers 19-28. to Fields goes 20 for 25, 254 yards, two interceptions, six carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown. David Montgomery, 14 carries, 61 yards, and a touchdown himself. Cole Komet with a huge catch, 72 yards on six catches. St. Brown, three catches, 85 yards himself having a big catch. Nikhil Harry with an impressive one as well. His only catch of the day for 49 yards. And speaking of the field's stat line, I think over the last few weeks, I've come down to this realization and you can follow me on Twitter at Mike M Media, Instagram, Mike Mercado Media. Leave your comments down below right here on this video version or wherever you're listening to us on YouTube.com slash Mercado Airwaves Network or wherever you get your favorite podcast at Mercado Airwaves Network. I've been saying this on Sports Cubicle TV's Twitter account as well that the Bears, if you're looking at a stat line that Justin Fields threw for anywhere from 180 to 220, and ran for 70 yards and had a pair of touchdowns, that's a Bears win. And I really am starting to believe that because if you have a bad special teams day with Cairo Santos 
and you have a defense that's been gutted, and you have offensive weapons that you're not trusting right now, and you were still in this. The Bears were still in this game, and it was that stat line from Justin Fields. So what happens when he doesn't have to chuck it down because he's down by nine points? What happens when you're ever able to play with a well-thought-out game plan with two minutes left? That's, I think you found your sweet spot for the Bears to win. I don't think you need Justin Fields to be Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow. No hate on those guys. Those are wonderful. I would love to have them as well, right? But you have to, you have to be able to utilize the talent that's given around you. And if that talent is 200 passing yards and a touchdown, but also 70 yards, chaos, and a touchdown, you got to be able to use that. Win by any means necessary. We've seen Justin Herbert out there throwing 400 yards, three touchdowns, and not being able to get to the playoffs. Joe Burrow has some of the best weapons in the world. He's not throwing it up there. Couldn't win a Super Bowl. Like, there, there is a formula to this. But I think you have to be open-minded to today's NFL and also not judge and punish these guys for other people's mistakes or other people's misfortunes throughout the years in the NFL. I think if you get that stat line from Justin Fields with the right talents and the right amount of care and TLC, the Bears are going to win more games than they lose. Does that mean you win a Super Bowl? I don't know. I don't. But I do know heading into this bye week, the Chicago Bears need to get right and need to figure out what they want to do the last four weeks of the season to make sure they have every bit of data information to go into this offseason and do right by the fan base and, more importantly, that young quarterback. You're asking for a lot of money from your fan base, a lot of patience, a lot of trust. Same thing with this young quarterback. You have the resources. You don't have any excuses. Now is the time. You better use these last few weeks of this NFL season to put your team in the best position to win. We just saw today that the Vikings, even though Aaron Rodgers still owns you, did not play a good game. The downfall has happened. Minnesota is only as good as Kirk Cousins is going to be able to take them. And the Lions, as far as I'm concerned, or as far as I still know, still are the Detroit Lions. You better not. You cannot miss in this opportunity. There are not many opportunities in life, whether it's professionally, personally, politics, the environment, economics, where everything is right in line for you to come out better than you've ever been before. It never happens in any walk of life. And right now, for Ryan Poles, the McCaskies, Matt Eberflus, it's right there in front of them on a silver platter. Can you take advantage of it? That's what I want to know. I want to know your thoughts, though. Let me know. I'm on Twitter at Mike and Media, Instagram, Mike Mercado Media. The show's on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV. Leave a comment down below here on the video version on YouTube.com slash Mercado Airwaves Network. The show, the Sports Cubicle, is on SoundCloud on WCPT820.coms. And we are also every Sunday night on WS, WCPT820 AM, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. It's the marvelous one, Dan Marver, Devin Tingo, Paul Shavari, and myself, Mike Mercado. Are you excited? Are you 
encourage? Do you have optimism about this upcoming draft? The Bears looking like they're going to be at, in, in the second pick. Will they trade down? Will they add, grab more assets? Will they do what Philadelphia and Miami have done for their young quarterbacks? It's out there for you. The blueprint is out there for you, Ryan Poles, for the McCaskies to do this right. Let us know your thoughts. Will they do that? Let us know your thoughts. Were you disappointed the Bears couldn't get this victory when it looked for a long time they might be able to pull it out as they fall to the Green Bay Packers 28-19? to 19. The Bears not falling to 3-10. and 10. And when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, look, I think at some point it has to end, right? Like all this drama, all this craziness and the social media and the, the political world that he's put himself into, it has to end. But you never count any of these dudes and their egos out. So yeah, I could totally see just a salute being something that he did so that social media talks about him, that he could dismiss it on Pat McAfee because the fans and the media are crazy and always looking for this and that and whatever. Look, at until he's gone, until Brady is gone, until Russ is gone, I won't believe it because people tend to not want to get rid of comfy, cushy, well-paying jobs. But I do think the tides have turned. Would have been nice for a victory, because it would have made that claim a little bit more strong to stand on. But nonetheless, I do think that Rodgers will play more games against the Bears. And I do think it'll be against the uh, with the Green Bay Packers. So for whatever that's worth, I'm not sure if there's going to be as many victories for them. But they're still right there. We keep carping back to it. If you're going to go into this offseason, everything's right there in front of you. You better take advantage of it. You don't think that team who was right there trying to chase, uh, chase Claypool isn't going to try to make a big move? You better, because they're going to want to. But we want to know. Let us know your thoughts. We're here on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV. It's been a crazy one. Let us know your thoughts. The Bears fall to the Green Bay Packers 28-19. to And we head into a bye week, so we'll have a lot of conversations about the year that is and what will be the remainder of this season. But we want to know your thoughts. Let us know all over social media. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. For the marvelous one, Dan Marver. For Devin Single. For Paul Shavari. I'm Mike Mercado.